0: Not all people are created equal. And guess what? Neither are pillows. That's right. Talking pillows. Whether it's a traditional or memory foam or their new smart pillow, the Z-E-E-Q Zeke, Remfit creates the most amazing, amazing pillows. And I know because I use them. And better yet, they're adjustable. So you can adjust your pillow to be softer, fluffier, firmer, flatter, really whatever your preference is. It's Something that's unheard of, and it's the first one being done in this industry. It takes just a few seconds to adjust. I've been sleeping on mine for months now. I'll never go back. I was in a hotel this past weekend. It's the worst. When you get so used to this pillow, you can't handle all these nonsense pillows out there. So what you need to do is visit REMFIT, REMFIT.com. That's RemFit. And if you use the code Ackerman15, that's my last name, A-C-K-E-R-M-A-N-1-5, you'll save 15% on everything you buy. And you guys that listen to me week after week, you know how important your sleep, your rest, your recovery is. Don't neglect it.
1: It's time for some squat therapy. You're a host, Jason Ackerman, P-I-M-P. Baby Jesus, break it down with the interesting mind. CrossFit's OG. He's one of a kind. Coaching, training, and mobility. Each episode of Quest for Virtuosity. Relevant CrossFit topics and stellar guests. He'll leave you wondering what he's going to say next on Squat Therapy. Hey,
2: guys. So this week, we are joined by the talented Jason Ackerman. Uh, hey, Jay.
0: How are you? I don't often get introduced as talented, but I'll, I will take it.
2: <laughs> well, I feel like you're like a jack of all trades. I don't I don't know how else to uh, talk about you. Um, do you want to tell people maybe that probably aren't familiar, which I'm sure are not too many listening to this podcast at this point, but um, tell those out there a little bit about yourself?
0: Sure. We can keep it relative to... Macros and health and fitness—I I, assume—but yeah, I have been involved in the fitness industry for over twenty years, which is pretty crazy. Because then people start trying to do some math and they realize how old I am. But <laughs> been involved in fitness and from from bodybuilding to yoga. Luckily, one day I was introduced to this magical world of CrossFit, and I've since since that day owned and operated three different affiliates I've sold them I've been involved in CrossFit HQ from being on their level one staff to working at the regional level to all all sorts of other things you know traveling on the gymnastics seminar all sorts of great things and and more recently thanks to your co-host who's not on here Got into the amazing, amazing world of nutrition, specifically, you know, macros and flexible eating.
2: Yeah, I know. It's uh, we were just actually talking about that a little bit before we hopped on. It's a uh, of all weeks for uh, Ricky to have something come up, but this is the week that it happened, which kind of sucks. But uh, she's here in spirit. I'm sure Always. sending her love. Um, so, well, let's kind of branch out into that. How how did you find flexible dieting? Because you touched on the fact that you. You are on the L one staff. You actually were my L one, one of my L one uh, instructors. I? You were. Where were uh, we? At a KOP. Oh, cool. Um. So, the L one kind of goes over like the the zone and everything like that. So, and I'm sure just being in the CrossFit community, you've experienced with paleo and stuff like that. So, how did you kind of come across flexible dieting and want to give it give it a
0: go? Well, that's awesome because I don't often get to tell this whole story, but it's re- you know it's really pertinent to being on yours and, and Ricky's podcast. So, like you said, yeah, I, I, you know, you find CrossFit in two thousand and seven, me, and I was actually a vegetarian at the time. Realized, man, my body is not recovering from these workouts, you know. And back then, it wasn't even like what we're doing today. It was like, hey, one 10 minute workout, but my body just wasn't recovering. You know, obviously now realizing. I was eating stupid. So get into paleo, big believer in paleo, get into zone, use the zone to lose weight. I used it to, I, I competed jujitsu. So used it many times to make weight for jujitsu. And then it's probably, you know, a little over two years ago now, maybe. And I just was unhappy. I was that quote unquote paleo guy that really had no way of quantifying if I was eating right you know, paleo one day represented meats and vegetables, and one day it represented, well, tequila's okay, and then one day it's sweet potato fries are okay, and it was one random day, I'm on Facebook, and one of Ricky's millions of posts about eating donuts, you know, and, and we can dive into that. I know Ricky doesn't eat only donuts, but we put it out. there. It's like a I try to tell people, it's like a PR. Most people don't put their mislifts, so donut's like a PR, but we're not putting yeah. all the fruits and vegetables we're eating. So, Ricky put something out there, and I've known her and her boyfriend, Dan, for years now through the Northeast Regionals, and I, I just reached out to her. I was like, all right, I tap, tell me about this. And being amazing, she hops on a phone call with me. I remember, she's like, let me explain it to you. I'm like, no. Just tell me how much to eat, Ricky. Just tell me what to eat. And I I was in the right place, right time, ready to commit. That day started. I remember making pancakes, eating pancakes for the first time in years. And not eating them for the first time in years, but for the first time guilt-free. Because I was just, I'm like, hey, I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm at a point where I need to do something. Did it. The weight started slowly coming off. You know, in in a, in a great in a great way. You know, when I say slowly, it was good weight that I was losing. Was feeling good in the box. Uh, you know, Ricky was there when I had some questions, and you know, made some adjustments. And then ultimately, she helped me go from when I started at nineteen hundred calories all the way up to nearly three thousand calories. And then, yeah. you know, more importantly, helped me to. You know, you know, I was involved in fitness, like I said, but but helped me to really bring it to the masses in in my life and, and, and make this, you got a a dog? Is that your cat or your dog? Um, No,
2: that's, that's my, I'm, uh, pet sitting for my sister, so.
0: Gotcha. So, you know, I really, I, I, I do my best to make sure I give her a shout out as often as I can, but she really, truly, truly, truly changed my life. And it goes unnoticed when it's just like, oh, you gave me abs, Ricky. No, 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 no. You changed my life. And, you know, abs are a great byproduct of that change. Yeah, that's awesome.
2: Um, so, I actually just know from kind of following you a little bit, and I actually, I know you do some seminars. I actually saw you at uh, CrossFit Hamilton a couple months ago when you were up as well. Um, so, we actually had talked on last week's episode about kind of tips for staying on track during the during the summer and kind of at picnics and stuff like that. And I think that just, it's interesting because I know that you have a specific way of tracking and planning. Um, so can you talk a little bit about that? Cause I think that I, what I've seen you talk about, that's something that's very important to you and was very important in your success. So could you talk a little bit about that?
0: Yeah. So I start with Ricky and I start just kind of planning my day as I was going you know, or, or just tracking as I was going, I should say. And, you know, you'd have some breakfast, you'd plug it in, lunch, and then at night you're scrambling to figure out what fits. And the the moment I realized I needed to change something was it was like three days in a row, I'm finishing my day with a scoop of butter. And, you know, you might cringe a little bit and say, well, uh, who wants to do that? Well, let me tell you, A scoop of butter is delicious if you've never done it. So I'm not complaining that I was eating butter, but I said there's got to be a better way to make this butter fit in my day. Had I known I was going to need two tablespoons of butter or 24 grams of fat, I could have thrown it on some vegetables. I could have put it on some bread. I could have done something different with it. So at that moment, I said, okay, well, maybe I'm going to start planning my day. And at that time, it was the night before, I would – you know, whip out my app, whip out my fitness pal, and just go through my house, go through my kitchen, figure out what I'm going to eat tomorrow. And then that way, the next day, all I had to do was go through it and and eat what I had set for myself. And people confuse that with prepping. There was no prepping going on. I wasn't having 24 Tupperware in my refrigerator. I just simply knew, okay, uh, tomorrow I'm going to grab that pack of turkey. I'm going to grab some bread. I'm going to maybe even stop at Chipotle or grab a sandwich or whatever it is, but I just knew what I was going to eat the next day. Yeah, exactly,
2: which I think is important because I think that a lot of people get on that mentality where, oh, they're busy, they're busy, they're busy, and it's like, oh, I don't know what to eat, I just am not thinking about it. Whereas if you put, I mean, like you said, I've heard you talk about it before, like you put, like, it becomes habit. So, I mean, you become it takes like five, 10 minutes at the end of your day. And you're just thinking about it. So all the next day in all that chaos that may come up, all you have to do is look, okay. Oh, all right. I said, I was going to have this, this, and this for breakfast, bang, bang, bang. So it's actually a lot less time consuming than staring at your cabinet or your refrigerator being like, Oh shit, how do I fit this in? Or how Oh, can I make this work? Blah, blah, blah.
0: Absolutely. And- I think one of the biggest mindsets that people get in is this is going to be so time consuming and, and yeah, at first it is. It's not It's not even that it's time-consuming It's for the food. It's just that you have to learn how to use this app. And you have to scan yeah. things. And you have to start to understand what different quantities represent as far as macronutrients. But, I mean, I've literally worked with people that on day one, they're able to dial it in to, you know, within five of every macronutrient. It just takes time. And realistically, like every other American on this planet, or not planet, but in this country, you eat the same foods 90% of the time. So once you go into your pantry and plug in that can of ravioli or whatever you're eating, it's in your app and it's super simple. And a typical day takes me probably five minutes. Literally, I can do it, you know, full disclosure, I do it most mornings on my toilet, you know, doing my morning thing and it's like five minutes later my food is set unless I'm going to have something unique that I've never ate before, like I said, which is very rare. Five minutes later, my day is set and I know exactly what to do. And it's yes. less stressful. I have no stress.
2: Yeah. And you touched on a good thing there. I mean, whether we like to admit it or not, we are all creatures of habit and we're all eating pretty much the same thing or same variety. If I have a Greek yogurt, I may not have the same flavor every day, but it's the right. same thing every day, pretty much.
0: Absolutely. and. and You know, that's a great example, too, because I I just bought a variety pack of drumsticks, ice cream drumsticks. Amazing. Yeah. And, (laughs) you know, I I plugged one in, so I only had the one flavor in. But then I was like, okay, I can plug that in even though I'm not near my kitchen. And if I go home and have to make an adjustment, it's going to be like one gram of carbohydrate different. It's not the end of the world.
2: Yeah, exactly. So how did this turn into... Like what you're saying, like not just like a everyday regular thing to like something that changed your life. It became. I mean, you're all over Facebook, all over YouTube now. Um, this morning, all over the radio. Um, <laughs> so I mean, you're you're out there. It's become more not just a lifestyle. It's become almost a passion of yours. I mean, you have the the flexible eating blueprint coming out. The you've been doing the seminars, like I touched on. Um, I believe you're. The one who has the flexible eating nation group on Facebook, right? Correct. So, right. and that's—I just looked before we hopped on here. That's at over fifteen hundred members now, which is awesome. Um, so, how did this become such a like a, a passion?
0: Well, you know, fitness was always a passion, and, and helping—it was—and I would say it's, it's really a matter of helping others. I, I, the fact that I get to do it through fitness is great. You know, yeah. I went to school for psychology with the mindset that I'll help people mentally. And then I never used that and just stayed in the fitness industry, you know, out of college, out of my master's. And and really what happened was it wasn't about that. I owned a box at the time when I was working with Ricky. And people just started seeing my changes. And, yeah. you know, it's like CrossFit. Tell me about it. Tell me about what you're doing. So at first I was just helping people. Like, oh, let me just... um. Try these. Like, wasn't charging anyone. It was just a few close friends, and then lo and behold, they're making changes, and then their friends are like, so they start sending them to me, and it just kind of spiraled from there, to the point, you know, my personal story. I I sell my last box. I moved to Florida, and I'm down here, and I'm like, well, I don't have a box. I coach a little bit, but I started doing more consultations with nutrition, and I still do. And then it just got to the point where I said, okay, I want to do something bigger. And it's not necessarily about the financial bigger. It's I want to help and impact more people because I think people see someone like me or you or Ricky and they're like, you don't get it. You've never been heavy. You've never been out of shape. And yeah, maybe I've never been classified as obese, but I was 30 pounds heavier. And yeah. I grew up wrestling and I still competed jujitsu. My relationship with food was very screwed up. Yeah. So that's really why I love this. I, I get to work with a handful of good athletes, you know, a few that go to the games, a few that are big in the MMA world. But my true passion comes from, I just started working or she actually downloaded my videos And she was going to have gastric bypass surgery and decided not to because she's doing flexible eating. So those are the types of people where it's like, I had pizza for the first time with my kids and I didn't feel guilty. My husband and I have a better relationship because I'm not always stressed out about food. And, you know, that's where I say Ricky changed my life and she's changing the life of thousands of others. No different than, you know, Coach Glassman changed my life too. And influenced you know the thousands of people i've worked with because of because of him so that that's where the passion truly lies and when i do something that's really where the effort is i want you know i'm i talked about it like you said on the radio this morning there's a lot of hate out there these days about macros and flexible eating and look yeah you can take macros to the extreme i've got a lot of friends and i've been guilty of this in times where my carbohydrates come primarily from Cinnamon Toast Crunch or, <laughs> you, you know, and, and I get it, but the people that are telling you like macros are ruining this and you can't do that have lost touch with reality. There's, yeah, the 40 men and women on the grandest stage of them all in the CrossFit games eat clean, but they you can't compare yourself to the 0.0001% of the CrossFit population. The average CrossFitter is like you and me, who's just trying to be happier, healthier, look better naked, and be there for their family. And those are the people that need to understand that it's okay to eat some of these foods so long as you understand where that fits into your life. Don't, you know, I I tell people, I ate like an asshole when I first started this because I was losing weight eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But then I realized it's probably not the healthiest for me. Yeah. But at the same time you have to decide what's healthy for you mentally as well. If you're going to just limit what you're eating but do it in a macro format, you're going to be just as unhealthy mentally as you were doing paleo or anything else.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's like people who eat like all the the paleo treats and all of that stuff. I mean it
0: it it gets, it loses
2: its glam. It exactly. does. It's, it's very exciting at the first like, "Oh my god, I can have brownies, but they're made of like beets and whatever." Uh, yeah. So, I mean, exactly. It loses its glam. Um, so, do you want to talk a little bit more about um, your book, The Original uh, Flexible Dieting Blueprint?
0: So, absolutely. And, and I think I've confused everyone because people order my videos and they're like, where's the book? So, <laughs> the, uh, the Original Flexible Eating Blueprint is two things it's a book that's coming out, and it's basically just everything I discuss, but in, in a readable format and and for those that don't know me in college if I had to write more than like three pages in Microsoft Word I would push in those margins and triple space like (laughs) I don't like writing so I have a co-author a former coach of mine who loves writing and we did it together and that should hopefully be out four to six weeks like I've been saying four to six weeks for about a year but it's just being Every time we thought we were done, it was like, let's add this. Let's. It went from, I just want to put 20 pages out there, to like a 200-page book. So it's, it's wow, pretty substantial. Awesome. And then what I've done in the meantime is I put out a video series. So it's basically the majority of one of my seminars, just like you saw, but broken down into five parts. And you can watch it. You can get started. I've added some other things, like a simple way to figure out your macros on a calculator um, some reference sheets. You know, it's, it's like a full deal to get people started. I, w- I was realizing I can't change the world one person at a time. I mean, I guess you can. But working with one person at a time, I was limited to 8, 10, 12 hours a day. And, and then there was the cost involved. And I didn't want cost to be a barrier. You know, just like yeah. CrossFit, I always tried to make sure everyone can do it regardless of their of their income. So... At $29, somebody can watch these videos, they can get started, and, you know, most of the people in that Flexible Eating Nation, and anyone's welcome to join, so if they search it on Facebook, the Flexible Eating Nation, I'm happy to let them in. You know, you'll see from that woman that skipped her gastric bypass, I had a guy that's lost over 100 pounds through Flexible Eating, to just dozens, you know, if not hundreds of men and women that are just slowly and steadily making changes to their bodies their mind and everything with flexible eating so you know they can go download the video series there's free stuff i tell people if you're skeptical there's a bunch of free stuff you can look at you don't have to dive right into paying I, and i don't want that
2: yeah yeah well we'll definitely put all of the the links to the flexible eating nation and all of that good stuff in the videos all um in our show notes for this podcast Thank for you you. Thank you as well um so what As you've been working with more and more people, what would you say are probably the most common maybe one, two, three objections that you get of people um, wanting to give the the flexible eating a try? Because, I mean, it is a little bit of a different notion than what most people are accustomed to in the dieting world, per se. I mean, whether or not they're actually eating crap or every day, but then you try and tell them, like, this is like we're going to lose weight this way. Um, and get healthy this way, people, I think, have a, a little bit more of like, a, er, shouldn't I just be eating romaine lettuce or something mm-hmm. like that? So what would you say is probably your your most common sticking points that you see?
0: Well, this might not be a sticking point, but the first mistake I see people making prior to this is most people don't eat enough. Most yeah. people don't eat enough food. And then if it's someone that wants to lose weight, they're, they're not understanding why they're not losing weight. And then when I tell them how much to eat, they think they're going to gain weight. Yeah. So getting them to understand you're not fueling your body. So most people don't eat enough. And I would say almost no one gets enough protein. So those, oh, absolutely. those two things are the biggest mistakes people are making and the hardest to get people to overcome when they start. And then, of course, in the CrossFit world, it's carbs are the devil. No, 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 no. You don't understand. My body doesn't like carbs. And I'm like, dude, you're not special. Your body likes carbs just like mine does. I went When I started working with Ricky, less than 30 grams of carbs a day to 190 with my first set of numbers. Now I'm over 300. I was someone that was skeptical of carbs. I was cutting out carbs because that's what I thought I needed to do. You don't know what energy you're missing until you realize what energy feels like. Yeah. And that's not just energy in the box. It's waking up, feeling energized. It's having energy in the middle of the day, not needing to run to Starbucks to grab a Vente coffee. You know, it's pring at the box. So overcoming that. And, you know, for me, I was just at that point in life where I was like, Ricky, just tell me numbers. That's all I need. But I was ready to dive all in. And I'm lucky, and I get a lot of people that are doing that as well. But getting people to understand you you, you need... You need carbohydrates. You're, you're eating way too much fat, and we need you to get protein. So those are the biggest obstacles, I'd say, to, to getting most people started. And then, of course, the app. But the app isn't too bad. The app's kind of like, hey, you just have to learn how to use this. You know, I've taught my mom how to do it. She's 62 years old, and if she can figure out how to do MyFitnessPal, anyone can figure it out.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's pretty user friendly as far as apps go out there.
0: It it is. And I tell people, look, if if you're worried about it, give me three days. Here are your numbers. I don't care if you're close right now, but just track your food for three days. And there's your learning curve. You'll you'll understand how to use the app in those three days. Most people have now plugged in the majority of the food they're eating, and it's easier for them to get started when it's time to start tracking their food.
1: Absolutely. Um, what, so, what are your, you touched on Cinnamon Toast Crunch, so what, would you, what are your like, kind of macro go tos if people are out there interested in kind of what, what you
0: go to? Well, what I go to for different reasons or different stories, but <laughs> so I, I think something that's important that people realize is you need to have foods that represent one macronutrient. So, you have things like There are going to be days where you need more protein, but maybe your carbs and fat are a little bit lower. So, are we good? Am I choppy for you? The
1: the video is getting a little choppy, but the audio is it. So, we're fine.
0: Perfect. So, for protein, I I tell people, have some lean meat on hand. So, I always keep like Applegate Turkey or, depending on where I go, their brand of turkey because it's higher in protein, lower in carbs and fat for for carbohydrates, you know, I keep some fruit on hand, but that's probably where I'll throw in some treats. You know, a lot of treats also have fat. So I found some, like, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, good carbs, low low fat. And then for fat, you know, you have to have butters and oils. But those are, you know, when you're looking for just one macronutrient. As far as, as, far as treats, it's awesome. Like, I don't have, you know, I, I joke around. I, I, I used to do Cinnamon Toast Crunch seven days a week. And I, I, in reality, I don't do that every day anymore. I don't do Pop-Tarts every day because I'll go to the store and, like, for example, I bought Milano cookies. You know, and I'll just grab a couple of those. You know, I, I eat cleaner than people think. You know, when I say cleaner, I hate that word. But I'm like an 80-20 guy. Every night, every single day, I eat something I enjoy. And when I say enjoy, I mean, like, it brings me peace and happiness and all that good stuff. And some days it's cookies, other days it's a mini pizza, other days it's a burrito. But every day I try to enjoy something, but the rest of my food is meats and vegetables, nuts, seeds, you know, some fruit, little starch, no sugar the majority of the time. And and if if it's not, it's simply because I'm busy, I'm being lazy, but I'm eating some pretty good quality food.
1: Of our very first episode to clean eating versus not clean eating. And it's just, I think that people kind of get that. They get, get a distorted mentality where it's like, I know personally, like when I did paleo, I would be paleo, like real strict for like three days, and then I'd fall off, and I'd be like, well, oh, i got to get everything possible that I ever wanted that is not paleo in this one day, so I don't want it again for a couple days, and then I'll be okay. And uh, that's just a important mentality. mentality to be into where if you have a bit done it, you're good, you work it in, and then you move on. It's just, you're not constantly mentally fighting yourself. It's just so much more of a weight off of your shoulders.
0: You know, and that's the great example, Brandon. You know, I was the paleo guy who would have a cheat day, and that cheat day consumed me. You know, on a Saturday... It would just be all about what foods I'm going to eat. And I would literally yeah. eat, lay down, eat again, lay down. And even more so than the fact that mentally it was probably unhealthy was that it was ruining six days of progress. Because the yeah. example I would use is to lose one pound, we need to be in some sort of deficit by 3,500 calories. And you know obviously we don't want to be starving ourselves. So even at... 500 calories a day, you know we're going to lose one pound. Well, I can easily consume 3,500 calories in donuts in about 12 minutes. So you can ruin a week's worth of progress on a cheat day. Where now I'm not eating six donuts in a day, but I can have one a couple times a week and. Not, I would even say not only not ruin my progress, but ensure that I'm making progress.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I PR my cheat days every week. I mean, I was proud. <laughs> exactly. Good. All right. So last question. Um. People are listening to this podcast, or seeing you on Facebook, if you're in or anything about this, what um. What tip or piece of advice would you want to leave people with today? They're out there thinking about it, seeing this.
0: What piece of advice or tip would you want to give them? You know, if they're just finding out about flexible eating, you know, look, look around and, and see all the progress that people are making. You know, you're, you're not unique, and I say that in a loving way, these people are just normal human beings that are doing this. And they need to just get started. If, if you're skeptical, take it slowly. I've been doing this for years. Ricky's been doing this for years. If I would have been frustrated on day one or two and it would have caused me to stop, I wouldn't be where I am today. So I, I treat it like CrossFit. And if, if, I don't know if you remember from the seminar... I kind of have an on-ramp that I'll use with people. And it's like, hey, for a few days, all I need you to do is track your food. I don't need you to worry about anything else. When you're comfortable doing that, let's just focus on your protein. Let's try to get more protein in. When you're comfortable with that, let's add your carbs. When you're done with that, let's track all three. We'll throw the fat in, and now you're good to go. It's no different than CrossFit. If, if day one your coach would have been like, hey, dude, here's a barbell. I got 95 pounds on it. I need you to do 21 thrusters. Then I need you to do 21 pull-ups, 15 and 9. We call it Fran, 3, 2, 1, go. You would have turned right around and been out that door, and you would have never fallen in love with CrossFit. Well, it's the same thing. You need to be smart about it so you can do this forever.
1: Yeah, agreed. Love that. I think that's a good spot to end. Do you agree? Do you have any any other things you want to put out there?
0: Anything else you want to say? No, I'd love for people to check out the videos. Um, The website for that is, and I'll give it to you again later, but it's join.theflexibleeatingnation.com. That's join.theflexibleeatingnation.com. And like I said, there's some great free stuff out there on Facebook. The original Flexible Eating Blueprint powered by Jason Ackerman is the fan page. And then there's a private group called the Flexible Eating Nation. And of course, me personally... I'm on Facebook, Jason Ackerman. I'm on Instagram, Jason Ackerman78. And I'm always happy to offer advice. This is what I love. If someone reaches out to me, even just with a simple question, you're never bugging me. You're never bothering me. I literally stand in my kitchen all day long doing this stuff, just trying to think of something stupid to put on video on Facebook. And once I think of that, I'm back to my computer getting back to emails. (laughs)
1: Uh, your your rant a couple of weeks
0: ago, I really like Oh, well that lady kind of pissed me off, but I mean... <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those people, you can't lose sense of reality these guys that diet, just like anything else in life, should not be a cookie cutter thing and too many people try to force that. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect soundbite to end on. Well, um, thank you guys for having me. Unfortunately, Ricky couldn't be here, but Give her a hug for me. Tell her she's not only changed my life, but she's changed the life of thousands and thousands of others, and it's only growing, and I'm, I'm indebted to her and her and her man, Boom Sauce, for, forever. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm glad to see you guys are doing this.
1: Will do. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks,
0: Brandon.